Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. The post-Civil War landscape of the American West offers escape and opportunities to many new immigrants who come to the country's shore. A few of them brave the journey to the camp town of Missouri Crossing, each looking for a new lease on life in the Dakota Territories. Join the settlers of Missouri Crossing, including Gregory Smith, played by Joaquin, Sister Margaret Miller, played by Monica, Bjorn Hagman, played by Chris, and Craig as the keeper of arcane lore, as we explore the horrors that await us on Down Darker Trails. Sister Margaret, you've been walking for weeks and weeks and weeks, and at some point, you are starting to run out of clean bandages for your feet. So because of your bot earlier, I'm actually going to have you take one point of HP damage. Okay. All right. So you've been going for weeks and weeks, and eventually you get to what is probably the most difficult point of your journey as you've been planning it. And you uh, get to the side of this big river, which you are told is called the Mississippi. So it is probably the widest river that you've ever done, um, but uh, you're supposed to uh, find a way to cross it. Every other time you encounter a river, you're able to just kind of drive through it or just lighten the load a little bit and just unpack it, drive the wagon across and carry it. And sometimes you spent a few days um, doing it, but at this point, you reach the edge and you have not yet been able to find a good spot to do a crossing. This thing is wide enough that you think if you try to swim across it, you would get tired. So what you need to do is find a, a suitable place that uh, that's crossing. And a lot of the more senior people who have done this sort of thing before are getting together and they're discussing... Uh, what the plan should be. The three of you are also, um, your input is also sought being representatives of your various uh, families or organizations. And the census is that you would need to unpack on the Eastern border and find a spot to do a crossing. But in the meantime, there kind of um, fishing for ideas, so to speak, about how long people should stay. Should um, you just break into a camp right now? Does anyone have any ideas to put forward? Can I make a roll to see if I have any, like, find a way to, like, a shallow point for people to go across? Is there any kind of roll I can make? Survival or navigation might work. Survival, like, maybe you you could think of some ways to like kind of push through or navigation maybe to like do some scouting. I do not have any of those two. Well, I do, but I have them at very low percentages at 10%. So I'm going to, well, I'm going to go up to Mr. Freeman and I'm going to ask him like, so what do you do normally in situations like this, Mr. Freeman? Well, usually we've, driven Texas to Chicago being our normal route and 
the basic idea was avoid crossing the Mississippi as often as possible. I knew some crossings, but they are many hundred miles away. Nah, that will uh, prevent you from the... We don't have supplies for that, I take it. Well, I don't see the point in traveling hundreds of miles south in order to just cross at the known points and then make our way hundreds of miles north again. Yeah, that seems like a... That seems like a very good strategy. Um, do you have any ideas on how we can handle this? I don't seem well, to have any myself. We're trying to source them right now. And uh, Russ Freeman's eyes kind of fall on Gregory and Margaret. All right, yeah. So I'm going to try to see if I can do a survival roll. I only got 30 in it, so wish me luck. Good luck with your survival roll, Gregory. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, hold, luck hold out. Please, luck hold out. Yes! 25 out of 30. Should go to Vegas with this kind of luck. Vegas? We would start make Bismarck the new Vegas. Go ahead. <laughs> Monica, would you like to make a roll to um, put anything in, or are you just going to defer to Gregory? I'll defer to Gregory, because mainly I don't think there's any skills that she can really use. All right. Uh, Gregory, don't forget to check your survival skill. But you're kind of um, thinking that maybe... Making a camp right here while you consider options would be a good idea. Russ agrees and then suggests that maybe scrubbing some uh, wax canvas um, with some extra wax just to protect some more perishable goods in case things get wet is a good idea. But most importantly, you come up with the idea of maybe sending scouts along uh, north and south of your position to maybe either look for a crossing or perhaps run into someone who could help. I'll go do the, I'll do the head north with the scouting parties. If you need some uh, volunteers. Russ kind of nods to you. So laying down camp it is? Yes. So uh, Bjorn's um, heading north to scout. Um, Is there any of you want to go south? Does anyone want to take the lead on the preparations at camp? Yeah, I think Gregory would definitely be one of the ones to help sort of set up camp because he, he's not a good horse rider at all. I think uh, Sister Margaret would also assist with setting up camp, but seeing a river has her a little bit more preoccupied with the idea of finally bathing and cleaning her feet. Before I leave, I'm going to look at Sister Margaret. I'm like, uh, Sister Margaret... If you uh, go to the water and clean your feet and everything, bring uh, Johan with you, okay? He'll uh, keep an eye, make sure nothing happens. I'll talk Thank to you, him. Mr. Hagman. I, I definitely do need to have a wash. Yes, of course. And I go up to my son before I take off real quick. Hey, hey boy, how you doing? Father, I, I am well. Yeah, lots of hard work, but um, you, you, you weren't lying about this not being easy. But um, I'm I'm just tired all the time. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. But you're doing you're you're doing good. I'm proud of you. Your mother would be proud of you too. You know that. Yeah, but I'm just I'm hungry and I, I want to be able to sleep or read or do yeah. anything. Yeah, we'll be there eventually. We'll get there. I'll do time. All this hard work will help us follow our dream and meet our dream. It will. Trust me. But for now, I got a favor to ask you, son, and I'm going to need you to do this, okay? What is it? Uh, Sister Margaret, 
she's uh, going to go perhaps uh, clean her feet. And you know how some of the ruffians are around here and everything. So like I taught you, I want you to keep your eyes open and make sure that she's taken care of and no one bothers her. Usually a sight of another man will stop someone from taking advantage, okay? He he nods. But um, how, how will I keep her safe? I don't have a gun. Oh, well, maybe it's time we talk about giving you one. What do you think about that? And he kind of lights up at the idea. Because, like, you know, growing up, he's kind of admired you as a, like, a police officer and, like, a man in charge and someone who can, like, make the bad guys do um, what you want them to do, basically, would be how you might have phrased it to him when he was younger. But he's now starting to get old enough to, to understand that the power of being armed is something like any man can do yeah and he's like 14 we said right something like, like big 12 or 14 or something like that yeah 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 so uh and i take one of my i have two pistols and a rifle i take one of my pistols and i'm like here we go there's six bullets in there okay and remember you know don't pull it out don't play with it i'm gonna talk to mr smith now you hear mr smith's going to be guiding everything being done in the camp and i'm gonna tell him you're gonna be watching the sister okay and i'm gonna be telling him you have a gun and if he tells me that you uh playing around or horse playing or not doing any of the measures we talked about we're gonna take it away and it's gonna be a long time till we have a talk about you having one again yes i i won't i won't let you down father and he kind of um like uh he, he it looks like he's about to do something fancy but then sees you and thinks better of it and then just uncocks the like cocks and uncocks the hammer checks the chamber and kind of like sticks it in his the back of his waistband and remember that uh mr smith would be watching you he's uh Tells me that he's going to probably use you when he gets when we get there to the crossing and he builds a shop. So remember, good impressions, okay? Yes, father. And right. he just seems super excited and kind of runs off. I'm gonna real quick before I leave, I'm gonna go up to Gregory while I'm on my horse. I'm just gonna look down on be like, I give my boy a pistol. He's gonna be watching uh Sister Margaret while she cleans herself. I just thought it would be good to have someone kind of standing by, you know, so no no one tries to take advantage and um if he gives you any heck. Well, I'm gone. You let me know, and you, of course, could take a hand to him if you feel it needs to be. Okay. Don't worry about that. I know. I wasn't exactly fighting the war too much. I, I was playing around plenty of stupid young boys, <laughs> getting their hands on their guns, trying to think there. Well, I hope I taught him good. I hope I taught him good. If not, though, a good hand across his head from you, I think we'll get him thinking straight. All right. Don't worry about that. I know how to keep discipline. All right. Thank you, sir. And I just kind of like nod to him, tip my hat, and I just go right off to the north. Am I going by myself or am I going with others? Probably going by yourself because okay. there's, I mean, there are other people, but most of them are being probably employed by Gregory to, you know, pitch camp and do yeah. preparations, and plus there's like 600 head cattle to take care of. <laughs> One thing that I'm going to try to do with my strategy going north whenever we get to that, is I'm going to try to use my track skill to see if I can like you know what I mean? See if there's people who have sure. crossed this river and like it. Sure. Like that. Let's break over to Gregory um, first. Gregory, what sort of preparations are like you're kind of looked to as like one of the senior strong men of this wagon train? Like you're you're a skilled blacksmith. You're like a, a small business owner, and we kind of talked about how you're like you're big in stature and strong. So like a lot of the people are kind of like fall in line and are asking you for directions um have you ever done anything like this before 
I think maybe he, he would have some idea because I like we mentioned like he he was in the Civil War, but he was like sort of like the logistics part of it. So he he was definitely yeah like he was part of like you know moving around stuff, making sure like when camps like you know like the headquarters and stuff would probably move around and shifting lines and stuff. So he has an idea. He has has some experience with stuff. Yeah, he was wasn't the one in charge of that stuff, but he was he has picked up enough, I think, to have an idea of what he's doing. So. What sort of priorities of work are you establishing here? So we obviously have the river right next to us for water and stuff. So we're good on that. So I think definitely just the big thing is to make sure you know that the cattle are secured in some place and they aren't just going to you know, run run the rest of the camp to like into the water or something. So they're just going to you know, wreck everything if they like it'll get spooked. Yeah, a lot of the the cowboys um, like agree with you there and kind of like move to pasture the herd further away. Um, so they're not interfering with your activities. What other sort of things are you directing people to do? You know, since we're, again, since we're right by the river, I think we could probably have, you know, make sure that we ha- we build stuff that are you know, not too close to the river just in case it does rain and get flooded or whatever. Because he has, like, heard, probably heard stories of how the Mississippi gets flooded and stuff. I mean, own time in Chicago, like, you know, if rains do come, the water can... It would just sweep, do a lot of damage if it's not properly uh, prepared for. And okay. then, I guess, you know, mostly just making sure that everything is high and dry and secure where it is. And then I suppose he's like, okay, so then we can start. Okay, so make sure some people are out. You know, maybe if you want to, go, people can go hunting if they want to, just pick up some fresher stuff so we don't have to save some of our, you know, preserved foods, making sure that, you know, any, uh, any locals or whatever don't, we don't, you know, nobody tries to you know, sneak up and you know, rob us or anything, like steal from the uh, camp when we're not looking around. Okay. I'm actually going to have you make an accounting role All because right. that seems like the most like logistics um, adjacent role on the character sheet. All right. No problem. Accounting? Okay. Come on, luck. Don't fail me now. I'm on a hot streak. <laughs> I rolled a one. Well... Basically, this uh, this camp on this on the eastern side is kind of bowing to your whim, and like thy will be done. Like you think of something, and people are like only too eager to do it. You're able to keep track, and in a sense, like as you're like um, like unpacking some of the wagons and rearranging like weights on them, like you you find some supplies that people thought were lost or not brought, and it's like oh man, that's that salt barrel actually is salt pork. So like just little things like that. So yeah, I definitely think like for him, it's like, it's a nice change because after so long, you know, been unable to just sort of stuck in the, uh, the drudgery of just running the wagon and stuff. He's sort of missed the, you know, just how many had to shop and then had to keep the orders going, had to make sure work gets done. He, He sort of missed that. So now it's sort of like, Okay, yeah, I'm in charge. I think we're getting done. My watch, it, it feels good. In fact, uh, don't forget to check your accounting skill for oh, that. Yep, yep. All right, Sister Margaret, as you're assisting with unpacking, um, you kind of like get to a pause where you think you could break away and kind of like take care of yourself. And this young man that you've had a few conversations with before, uh, but at this point, like he's he's wearing like dungarees and like this gray shirt that's way too big for him at this point comes up to you and like he's trying to do his best american accent but he he's kind of failing at it but he says 
Howdy, man. Tips his hat at you. I'm here to make sure that uh, you can, you know, be safe and get all uh, taken care of and such. You recognize him as Johan immediately. Oh, well, I see they've sent the best of the best then. I'm just going to try to find a spot in the river where the current isn't too bad so I can hopefully wash my feet. Will you keep an eye out for wild animals? Of course, and any any other uh, unseemly folk that come along this way. And he kind of like slides the, the pistol in his uh, waistband to the front and crosses his arms, trying to put on like a tough guy impersonation. Oh my, wow. I can see how certainly anybody would be scared if they saw you. Come along now, help me to the banks. By your leave, ma'am, is there anything you need to help with? Like looking around for like cloths or towels or whatever, like soap or anything you might have? Uh, if you wouldn't mind, just carry that there rag and my soap. And once we get to the bank, I'm afraid I will need a little bit of a hand getting down those smooth, slippery rocks. My feet have not been doing so well, so I'm afraid of slipping. He smiles a bit. Of course, I'll take care of you, ma'am. And the two of you make your way over to the uh, eastern side of the river. So I'm going to uh, jump over to Chris again. Bjorn, uh, you've been riding for a couple hours. Can you make me a, we said a track roll? this sort of like figure out if anyone's been in the area before sure let me go ahead and do that oh i got a two out of 50 it's it's at least an extreme success in the seventh roll so make sure you check that skill yes sir um so you've been riding for about an hour um, north of here and you figure north was a pretty good um, choice to go because you would need to keep going north anyways so but it's at some point you you see, like, uh, the unmistakable uh, impressions of, like, horse hooves in the dirt along the river. And it seems um, to your senses that there's at least two horses, and you do recognize, like, a barefoot human print. Two, huh? And they're heading towards the river, you said, right? Or Yeah, like, um, you've been basically um, hugging the river, um, at your left, as you've been making your way north road, northwise, kind of make, using it as like a geographic handrail. Gotcha. Yeah, heading north on the left, and I see the tracks are going north. You're saying right too? Like, They're the tracks are um, coming from the east, headed west up to the river. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay, I'm gonna stop. How fresh are the tracks? Looks like within a day or two. Um, obviously, hasn't rained for a while but uh you think that like even rivers have like high and low tides so yeah that's why yeah i'm looking at the looking at the river you know like where i kind of imagine where they'd be crossing and everything like that do i does it look any different than rest of the river or anything else stand uh make me a navigate rule i know it's probably not great but yeah it's a, a navigate of 10 but it's worth a shot let's see if i can get some of that quinn luck here that i have with that last roll oh wow two results came up that was weird. Yeah, neither of them passed, so don't worry. Yeah, yeah. it's it's hard to say, but uh, someone's definitely been in the area, but and you were one of the first to leave camp, and yeah. by reckoning, most of the people and animals that you brought with you were probably going to be pushed out further east rather than north, as per Gregory's suggestion. <sighs> yeah, 
But we need to cross the river though, right? So would this be a good crossing point potentially, I'm thinking? It might be, but you've never crossed anything this size. And it's hard to tell how deep or wide it is. It's it's very wide, but unless you go in yourself, it's hard to tell the depth. <clears throat> so I'm going to mark off this area with a stone or something so I can like find it easily next time. I'm going to make, hightail it back, uh, see if I can make it back before uh, it gets dark. You know what I mean? Because it's been a couple hours, you said, right? Yeah, you, you, you rode out about an hour before you ran into the tracks. So I'm going to hightail it back. Okay. Margaret, you reached the eastern bank of the Mississippi River, and it's still wide and deep here, but you find a like, little bend where it's not as tumultuous, and Johan kind of goes up first to make sure that uh, things are all right and climbs down the side of the bank and kind of reaches his hand back to you to kind of help you down. Okay, Sister Margaret will very carefully and with Johan's help slide to sit down at the very edge of the river just enough so that her legs can be submerged but not up to the knee just somewhere halfway up her calf and um, after unbandaging her feet she's going to kind of take a quick look and then just she feels disgusted by the putrid smell so she's going to look at Johan and say you know young man why don't you go and um Kind of patrol the perimeter. A lady does need a bit of privacy. I'm all right. I just need to wash my feet. Oh, of course. And he kind of like looks around, sticks the gun back into his uh, waistband again, and starts climbing up the side again. And you wait like a minute or two for him to like his footsteps not to be audible anymore. Yeah, she starts kind of putting one foot up on her knee to kind of get a more closer, a closer look at the, the injuries. And um, she's seeing that there are definitely some deep sores in her feet. There's a pus oozing out and she shakes her foot in the water, pulls it back out. And then she's kind of using her thumbs to squeeze at the sores, however painful it may be. She's just trying to get all the pus out hoping that if she removes the pus from the sores, the smell would kind of be at bay. And uh, once she gets that out, she just takes the raw Castile soap and just rubs it right on the bottoms and sides of her feet, trying to disinfect as much as possible and just kind of gritting her teeth through the pain. All right. As disgusting as that sounds, let's have you uh, make a first aid roll. I passed uh, 24 out of 45. All right. So... Let's see. Well, you've you've actually only lost one point, so you can get that uh, point back. It's not pretty. It hurts a lot to do it, but you think you've got a lot of the pus out and like the water like kind of fills in and cleans out the abscesses. And like as you're just standing in the cool water and just like it's kind of like up to your shins. You're not actually very far into it at this point, but it's it's nice and calm and like it just feels sensational on your feet and like it's probably the most relaxing thing you've felt in the past few months. Yeah, and I feel once um she's got her feet cleaned up, she's gonna she's definitely feeling like she wants a full body bath, but given the depth of the river and the current, she doesn't dare to just jump in. So she'll wash herself up to her knees and then um call Johan back to assist her with bandaging her feet back up 
so she can get back to camp. All right. So yeah, you 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 splash um, some water on yourself and like kind of get your hands and face a little bit, and you call Johan and can you make me a psychology roll? I definitely passed that one. One out of forty. All right. So make sure you check that and your first aid roll as well. Uh, but you have this like unmistakable feeling that you called and he like came out right away. Like he must've been really close. Johan, were you lurking? Oh, me ma'am? Uh, of course not. Um, you know, I was taking a, a walk about and looking for things causing trouble. See? I would hope not because lurking is the devil's work. Uh, of course, ma'am. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I def- I was definitely, you know, keeping a lookout. All right, I'm going to trust you, but just know it's not polite to peep at women. Women desire their privacy. I'm sure your father has taught you that. And can you make me a listen roll? 90 out of 50. All right, so you're you're paying attention to where you're stepping as you're getting out, and your hand kind of reaches down to help you up the bank, and then... You didn't notice anything, so you start um, making your way back when all of a sudden you see him, like, yank out his gun and shoot at something across the river, and it goes, pow, really close to you. Margaret definitely jumps, uh, startled, and uh, puts one of her hands on uh, Johan's shoulder. Oh, my goodness. What was that? Did you see something? Was there a wild animal? Oh, look, 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 over there. It's it's them. It's it's the savage. Do you, a savage? Do you mean a red man? Um, he, you look down where he's pointing, and like you kind of see like a couple of like dark uh, humanoid shapes on the other side of the river, and like they have like this, like it looks like a rock covered with uh, deer skins next to them from this vantage point, and they just kind of seem to be looking at you from across the river. Oh, God, Johan. Okay. We have got to get back to camp. Where there's one savage, there's usually many. Just try not to draw any more attention. Conserve your bullets. Help me up. Help me Help me get back. And we'll, we'll tell your father. We'll tell Mr. Smith. And hopefully the camp will be ready. I am worried that this is going to lead to some sort of attack. Yes, ma'am. Right away, ma'am. And Johan kind of grabs your hands and like the two of you go running back in the camp. Bjorn, you said you were hightailing back in camp and right away the entire place is a buzz with like Indians planning an attack from the western part of the river. I just come riding in quick then and like I take my rifle out and I'm like riding towards there, like towards the that side of the camp, you know what I mean? Just trying to keep a lookout with my using my spot hidden skill or my spotting skill to see if I can see anything distinctly. I have a uh, spot hidden maybe that I can use. I don't know if I could use that. Sure. Um, um, anyone in camp or you can make a spot hidden at this point. I got a 25. I looked finally right so out. I rolled a 99 out of 20 and 30. <laughs> so Gregory, you're kind of like super into your work and you're not sure what all the the fuss is about but um you're you're kind of ticked off that it's impeding your work bjorn you definitely saw like this with your what you found um that that uh print on the trail earlier 
does lead you to believe that there's something in the area and you look and you you do see a shape but um everyone's kind of like anxious and excited about um what you see here so scenes on you guys there's what, what what's the commotion here I don't know. I, I, we were just setting up camp, then all of a sudden people just started getting all worked up about something. I don't know. I'm looking around and seeing how everyone else is reacting. Are they heading that direction? or? Uh, most people, including Margaret and Johan, are kind of just like gathered on the eastern bank. And Okay, and the, it's coming from the western side, you're saying, correct. right? So I'm going to head over to the western side, and I'm just going to take my rifle. And I'm not going to fire, but I'm just trying to, like, focus. You know what I mean? Use the aim, focus to see what I can see. You said I saw a figure and everything, but they don't look like there's a pack of people there, right? No. And the general concessions you get is that there's two people and, like, some sort of, like, large thing the size of a small rock. All right, listen, everyone. It's not It's not, it's not that our Aiden party is nothing. It's nothing like that. So everyone calm down. Uh, shit. I'm going to look for uh, Mr. Freeman. I'm going to roll up to him. Uh, you're actually not able to find him. Uh, you're, as far as you know, he went with some of the other uh, cowpokes to um, tend to the herd. Yeah, you see, oh. you see your son and Margaret um, there as well. I, I don't know where Mr. Freeman is, Gregory, uh, but we're gonna have to talk to these two, I think. Uh, yeah. So, how, how do you know they're Indians? Like, can you like? Do they have? Can you see like the the, well, the clothing? Can you see like have they like? Headdress, what do they really have? Do I see that or do, do I just see the, their silhouette, right? Pretty much. It's the silhouette. It's how they look against the, the uh, and I'm thinking of a word, horizon. Well, how do you know what, what those they might not be? I mean, they could just be trapped. Tra- it could be I don't, fur traders or some, just a couple of, I don't know, I'd, maybe they are prospectors. Yeah, maybe they are. But either way, I doubt they're a threat. I doubt they're a threat. All right, let's so. let's let's go. Let's let's, go, let's calm everyone down, okay? We don't need we don't need uh, panic going up over just nothing. How about you go calm them down? I'll go uh, intersect and introduce ourselves. Yeah. Um, your son Mark comes up to you, Gregory, and he says, "Yeah, uh, Johan actually saw them." What? He, Johan? The, 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 oh, yeah, uh, what, what do you, what do you see? Wait, take me to him. I need to talk to him. Your son kind of points across camp where. Uh, Johan is like kind of like standing sentry next to Sister Margaret with his gun at the ready. Yeah, like, right, we're like, like, you know, sort of like, like, painting the shoulders and go up and watch. All right, what's going on over here? Did someone say they saw uh, savages? Well, uh, Mr. Smith, if I may, I was just washing my feet in the river and, you know, young Master Johan here was taking care of me. When all of a sudden, bang, I hear the sound of the gun. Uh, young Master Johan here he actually spotted these natives across us, just watching us. They were holding something like like a rock or, or maybe a pile of skins. I'm not really sure. So we just thought it'd be best to come in here back to the camp and alert everyone in case there was any danger. All right. So, like, Gregor will like, turn to Johan. So you, you, see, you see them, like, you know for certain they're... You know, they're they're Indians. They're not. Did you see like you know any like I don't know like you know, leather skins, you know bows, headdresses? What, what? How did you know they were Indians? Well, it was just a quick peek. We didn't exactly stay long enough to find out. But given the way they were dressed, I wouldn't assume they were civil folk. Well, did you? How were they dressed? I, I can't. I, I, I can't see them. I can't make them out from this distance. So Sister Margaret's gonna look at Johan and, you know, kind of 
prod him with her elbow and say, Master Johan, you got the better look. You let Mr. Smith know what you saw. Yes. Well, sir, they were, um, they're wearing like these leather clothes and I think they were at least, and two of them had long hair and, you know, I couldn't get a really, I couldn't get a really good look, but they, they weren't white men. All right. That is, all right. That is probably, probably Redskins. Uh, well, all right. You just, you just calm down everyone. All right. Just cal- there's, there's only just two of them. All right. We don't need to get all into the over just a couple of savages, but probably just, you know, as long as they stay on their side of the bank, we stay on ours. We make sure we have guards around. Everything will be fine. Just, just calm down, calm down. We ain't going to be attacked probably. Uh, Father Noss uh, steps up and says, Mr. Hagman, you had a chance to patrol. Did you run into anything, maybe a way across? No, I saw some tracks of two people, uh, two horses and one on foot. That's all I was coming back here for to find Mr. Freeman and let him know that I think I found a way across the river, but I can go talk to these two. It's not, you can see like Jorn is excited because he's like read about, you know what I mean? And he doesn't see they're a threat and he like really wants to, you know, like see them up close and interact with them, you know? So he's just like, I can go talk uh, to them, father, uh, find out what their business is. Uh, since Mr. Freeman isn't here, just keep everyone here calm. And I think it'd be a good uh, plan ahead. I mean, would you agree, Gregory? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, you know, if you can see what they want, and if worth gets, you know, we'll keep you covered from this side if things get heated. All right, well... All right, I'll go ahead and I'll ride ahead and I'll go speak oh, to my him. son, go, go with God and may the Lord uh, direct your actions. Thank you, thank you. And I ride off towards the West. Hunters Hunted 2 Corruption follows four hunters who have been plagued by the Supernatural Society and is a great place to start if you're looking for more games to listen to by Twin Cities by Night and you enjoyed Missouri Crossing.